morning, guys, and welcome to episode 97 of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Beckson. Today, uh, Costa Rica is a very wet, uh, well, it's a very wet day here in Costa Rica. We have that tropical storm sitting out over uh, out there in the Atlantic. As normal, it just kind of gives us a bit of rain here, uh, but I was hoping to go up to the uh, the highland areas here, but I think I'll just stay in over the weekend just because, again, it's a little bit rainy here. feels very much like England, so uh, it's nice to be home. I've got a cup of tea. Uh, and um, doing this podcast. So today we're going to be talking with Anastasia McCulloch. Uh, Anastasia, a longtime resident of Costa Rica, originally from the US. She moved here over 10 years ago uh, and has since married uh, a Costa Rican, uh, Giancarlo, uh, and had a family down here as well. She's got a, uh, a young uh, son uh, called Leo. Uh, so we're going to be talking to her about what life is like living in Costa Rica and specifically Guanacaste. She was in the Central Valley for many years and then moved to Playas del Coco, lives up there with her family. Uh, so uh, I thought I'd, I know a lot of you are looking to relocate to the northern parts of Guanacaste. So I thought I'd uh, get her on the podcast and just get a bit of her uh, advice and opinions uh, on living up there at the beach as well. Remember, guys, um, if you uh, enjoy this podcast, uh, please feel free to give us a review, thumbs up, five stars, uh, and so we can continue to get all of this, uh, this great content out there to you. Um, and remember, if you need any help investing in Costa Rica, relocating, you can contact us, info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. But enough about that. I'm sure that you guys want to get straight into the podcast with Anastasia. So let's get it started. Good morning, Anastasia. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm very well, Richard. How are you? Very, very good. How's the weather up there in Playa del Coco today? A little cloudy today. We got that storm that's supposed to be rolling in, but so far, I mean, it's still a beautiful day. I can't complain. That's very true. Very, very true. Yeah, I was in the, I I was at, well, I mean, it's raining here in the Central Valley at the moment, but when I drove down yesterday, uh, I was down in Uvita or Hochao area down there because I'm developing some land. It was like, sunny here and then i don't know how i got past my Antonio and it got cloudy and then just got a little bit rainy so yeah yep yep it was beautiful here yesterday everybody was like how could there even be a storm coming like it's gorgeous out there and it's like yeah it's it's brewing somewhere but yeah. but yeah we've had some we've had some really nice weather up here it is still a little more rainy than it usually is at this time of year yep. with the veranillo that comes through but um yep. hopefully that means that it'll extend longer into august and we'll get some really nice weather yeah, I think one of the misconceptions, you know, a lot of people talk about the rainy season just in Costa Rica, but I think it's like, like, it's beautiful mornings and usually like you'll maybe get an hour or two in the afternoon and it kind of clears up. Right. It's so beautiful in the morning that you're like, there's no way it could rain today. Yeah. And so you walk without your umbrella and then it dumps for <laughs> two hours yep. and then sure enough, the rain it's, comes through. But yeah, it's nice because it gets a little humid beforehand and then it brings the temperature down. So, mm-hmm. uh, so, mm-hmm. so. beautiful. Well, anyway. Anastasia, you've been in Costa Rica for quite a while now. How many years is it? 13. Wow. Wow. Um, I mean, and it's been a crazy couple of last years, of course. I mean, I'm sure during those 13 years, it's been crazy, but the last has really been crazy. Um, But I mean, the last six months, I mean, what trends have you you seen and what do you think, uh, what trends do you think are here to stay? Um, In terms of travel trends? Yeah, travel, people coming, what are you seeing? I mean, people are definitely flocking down here more than they have been um, in previous years. I feel like when I first came here, it was in 2009, and that was after the whole financial crisis and things going down in the United States. And so it was kind of a weird, uncertain time then. And then it was like the good years, you know, it was like we had these blossoming years and lots of construction and new things going on. And then with COVID, everything slowed way down, but it was kind of a nice 
pause. Um, and I had a new baby at that time and everything. So I got to kind of step away from work and have a little more of that little blessing, um, in my life. And then, but now it seems like things are really ramping up again. There's a lot of construction going on out here in Guanacaste. San Jose has a ton of construction going on, new big buildings and this whole new sweep to like Airbnb. I think that's really been a game changer, um, in terms of, you know, how people are investing in the country and how people are traveling in the country. So it's cool, but there, there are definitely, um, higher prices. I mean, things have really gone up quite a bit here in the past, past year, past six months. Um, but it's a desirable place to be like True. people, you know, people want to be in an area where they feel free to do what they want to do, where they feel like their kids can be safe and have, you know, healthy activities, outdoors, healthy food, all those things. So yeah, no, it's exciting out here, but there have definitely been many, many more people, um, obviously, than there were during COVID at this time. Yeah. But I mean, if someone was looking to relocate to Costa Rica, because I mean, I think I'm starting to see a huge move towards that. A lot of people are like, look, I want to get out of Dodge, whether that's from a political situation or just where they are or like the future, etc. I mean, what advice would you give to them? Um, and then also, what do you think would be their biggest shock when they moved here? Okay, good questions. Um, so the advice that I would give is come down and try it first, yep. maybe come down and do like a long-term rental. It depends on everybody's individual situation of if they have kids, if they have school, if they, I mean, like if, but if you don't have those things or if your kids are cool with, you know, traveling around a bit, like I would say definitely come down do it for a year Um, And then decide if it's a lifestyle that you really want, because I feel like by a year, you know, you know, if like if you can hang or if this really isn't for you and then you've got an out and you can go back. Um, But I feel like the most well, other other little things that you should do is like, like get on Facebook groups. I feel like expat groups are super useful. You can connect with people, internations, um, just doing all sorts of research before you come is usually really helpful. But then once you're here, like that's where you can do more of that nitty gritty, like as far as buying a car or like looking for something that is a long-term rental or potential to buy. Once you're here, it's easier than doing all of those things from abroad. Yeah, Um, And that way you don't have to worry about getting a bank account. You don't have to worry about doing some of these other kind of tedious things that like, I still don't have a Costa Rican bank account. Wow. I, I do. And you, don't, you don't need it. You don't need it. I don't need it. Yeah, I don't need it. And, and it's a hassle and there are long lines and everything else. So um, so I feel like it, once I mean, once you're going to be down here, if you are going to purchase and you are going to make it a long, long term thing, then yes. Um, but I married a Costa Rican. So as soon as we get into buying property, like we've got his bank accounts and, and so forth, that we can do all of those things. There with. you go. Put the work on Giancarlo, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I do the US stuff. He I'm does joking. The I'm joking. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then as oh. far as things that will surprise you, um, I think that just like just slowing down, like the overall pace of life, people are really shocked at like how long it takes at a restaurant here. And it's like, well, yeah, they went back there and they prepared your food. Like they literally took it and cut it and peeled it and took their time to prep it. And it tastes amazing and it's really good food, but, but it's not what people are used to. Um, Grocery stores and things like 
the carts are all over the place. People are a little disorganized. Whereas in the U.S., it's like you have this nice big aisle and everybody stays on their side and <laughs> just little things like that. But I feel like life at the beach, um, one of the things that surprised my parents, I'm trying to get them down here, is how for sunset, everybody stops what they're doing and everybody goes outside and they go to the beach or they get up on their rooftop and you can see, you can see people just like everywhere. And it's like, that is the time when you just totally disengage with whatever it is that you're doing and you go out and you appreciate the afternoon. It's so lovely. And I feel like they have that during the day, there's like morning snack and then there's coffee in the afternoon where everybody gets together. It is, it is, but it's some of those things that are like surprising, but they're so nice and just a great reminder of like, Hey, whatever you were doing, it wasn't really that important. Like take a little break but it's lovely out here. I feel like moving here, I have added years to my life. Like that's one of those things. And that's what I want for my parents too. And I feel like a lot of people can benefit from slowing down and getting out of like all the political madness and the news and everything. I just feel like here, it's just much, much, uh, a much healthier lifestyle. I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, you lived in the Central Valley for quite some years as well uh, in Escazú, and also now I've lived in Coca for a couple of years as well. I mean, yeah. how would you say that life differs from the Central Valley to the beach? I feel like one of the biggest things, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the biggest things is traffic. Yeah. Um, wow, is traffic a serious thing in the Central Valley? Um, and it is more hustle bustle and it is more city and there are buses everywhere and, you know, people running around, whereas here... Like I was sitting at a stop sign a few days ago for, I don't know, 90 seconds or something. And there were like four cars lined up. And I was laughing with my husband saying like, oh, look, there's traffic. <laughs> That's our little traffic for the day. Um, because here it's just, it's totally laid back. Nobody's in a hurry to do anything, which can be a good thing and a bad thing, depending on yep. if you need something done. Um but yeah, there, there are a lot of travelers, a lot of a, a large international influence out here. I mean, different, different kinds of food. You hear a lot of different languages, um, a lot of just expats or tourist travelers, people out on horseback, people doing snorkeling tours, ATVs and stuff like that. Whereas in the Central Valley, it is more a little bit like business, um, school, and much more stressful, in my opinion. Like, it's just very crowded and... Yeah, it didn't take me long to get used to the beach life. For nice. Sure. nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people that I speak to that are looking to relocate, you know, are like, hey, I'm worried about finding friends, community, my kids finding friends. I mean, how difficult do you think it is to, 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 to make friends and create a community at the beach? Oh, it's easy. I mean, it's easy to make friends at the beach because there are kids out. I mean, the kids here, a lot of people are more like kind of that free range parenting style out here I mean they really do let their kids go run around all you got to do is sit at the beach for 20 minutes and there will likely be some kids that come over and start rolling down the hill with your kid you know or start (laughs) playing in the sand um I feel like people here are are super friendly and it seems like they kind of look out for kids in a different way too um like like there's sort of a known parental like hey your kid hey like oh hey let's walk back over here you know to the park Um, it's a bunch of mama hens running around, you know, taking care of the kiddos. 
Um, but there are schools and there are daycares and there are programs and like swim lessons and dance lessons and all sorts of things. And oddly enough, you might find that like your kid is going to dance lessons with the man who developed LinkedIn or, you know, somebody who's yep. living over in Papagayo. And it's like, what? I never, never would have imagined that, you know, there are like some very big hitters living out here, living this new lifestyle. And then you happen to run in with them with your kids. So, um, yeah. but it's cool. And then San Jose is, is even easier. I feel like to, to make friends and be in different schools and programs and so forth. Um, we're looking for like horseback riding out here. Oddly enough, I can't find anybody who offers horseback riding. So it's like in San Jose, it's just everywhere, you know, you just go and do it. So, yep. but it just depends on the kind of lifestyle. I think you want your kids to live. Um, I feel like in San Jose, there are many like tribes of mothers that get together, yep. as you know, that, that yep. kind of do things. And um, that that is something that you definitely have more access to in San Jose than you do out here. But I, I don't think anybody should ever be worried about finding friends and their kid finding friends and creating community at the beach because oh, everybody's no. looking for that. Everyone's People looking here, for that. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that comes down to the, the whole family unit here too. Yep. And like village and the community. People are much more friendly here than than I feel like they are in the U.S. where everybody's in their separate home and they might not even know their neighbor. Yep. Um, whereas here, like you do. <laughs> you definitely know your neighbor. You see him, you walk, you say good morning and you know, if you need to borrow anything or whatever, it's, it's very friendly community. So I think you're yeah. right. Um, much I mean, easier. I can't keep my neighbors out my house, to be honest with you. I mean, my door's like a revolving door and one of my neighbors <laughs> got a bar in his house and all the neighbors go over there on Friday. And yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it, I think community is very strong still here in Costa Rica. And I, I think that in the Western world, that's what we've lost and it's eroded, um, you know, cause unfortunately I know every single one of my 60 neighbors. So, uh, so yeah, but anyway, anyway, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, a lot, you mentioned the car earlier. Um, I mean, you know, and people are like, hey, I'm going to come down there and buy my big, you know, Ford Raptor or, you know, something like that. I mean, what would you suggest people buy when they move down here and why? First car, something a little more like a beater. Um, like, especially if you're going to be living out at the beach, you don't want to spend a whole lot of money on a super fancy car because getting parts and doing yep. repairs and things like that can be really tough here. Um, cars are expensive here too. Like, considerably more expensive than what you would pay for something in the US. And so I would say something, I don't know, it could be like a Pathfinder or one of those big Suzuki's or something that that can you're handle. Staying, you're staying like Asian cars though, right? Mitsubishi, Hyundai, oh, well, Nissan. Yeah, you can get way, parts are much cheaper for those yep. kinds of vehicles here um, versus US made cars, definitely 100%. And yeah. inevitably, you're going to kind of mess it up. You know, <laughs> like these roads are not for just driving down um, with no issues. You do, you know, there are potholes um, and you, you kind of want to go off-roading. Like you do want to go to these places and you want to go see that hidden beach and you want to go find that waterfall. And in order to do those things, you do have to be prepared to go off-road a little bit and you might get some dings along the way. So I would just say a used vehicle and something that you're not going to be too upset if you get a dent in the car. Well, and also, I think something to be aware of, nobody cares what car you drive here. Oh, they don't. Like That's if you drive around in a Porsche, they're like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. That's a city. That's a city. Someone coming from the city. Yes, absolutely. It's so true. No, no, no offense to Porsche drivers in Costa Rica, of course. <laughs> but you know. 
you know that like, oh, that person obviously does not care at all about money. And those cars are more likely to be like vandalized or things like that. You know, like, like somebody being like, oh, who is this kind of, kind of a deal where, but yeah, having a car that doesn't look like it has much in it is probably a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you think of the, I mean, we've covered some of this anyway, but do you think there's anything else of like why Costa Rica may be a better place to bring up a family than the U S I mean, we've mentioned community. A lot of people have questions about schooling, Anastasia, like, is the schooling as good down here? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, what's your viewpoint on that? So I would say with, with regards to schools, there are some excellent schools down here. Yep. Um, and so like over in my neck of the woods, there's Lakeside, there's Delfines, we have um, internationally accredited schools, like we have CRIA, which is the Costa Rican International um, Academy. We've got La Paz, we've got the Christian Academy over in Liberia, Earth University opened up um, yep. a new a new say over here. So there are a lot of options and there are a lot of like outdoors classrooms and like you know real life learning project-based learning things like that that go on that aren't happening in the united states like it's not mandatory that every kid have a tablet down here and so i think that it's just a different it's kind of like going back in time a little bit but with new knowledge about what kids need and how kids thrive and i think people are really concerned about the mental health of kids too, because they see what's happening in other countries. They see some of these problems that are coming up with so much technology. And they're like, well, we don't really wanna do that. You know, We wanna enrich these kids with different ways and we want them to have community. I think that is super important in schools here. So I feel like there's a lot of opportunity. You might wanna supplement here and there without, with other programs, extracurricular kind of activities, but Overall, I've been impressed with what I've seen in terms of schools here. Um, but yeah, and then other other things that people probably worry about with a family is like, you know, having health care, having access if you've got an emergency. I feel like we have excellent care. Like I walk to my dentist's office, yeah. uh, my house, and it's excellent care and it's super cheap. Um, we have a large hospital, U.S. style hospital in Liberia, which is like 35 minutes away. We have clinics down here. Like you, you can get care, um, different yep. levels of care. Obviously, if you need something pretty serious, San Jose is the way to go because they just have the best. Um, the Children's Hospital in San Jose is like world renowned. I mean, it's very well yep. known, excellent care. So I think in terms of all of those things, and another big thing is just like health, physical health and your access to outdoor activities and good food, like food that tastes like food tastes like it was grown in the ground and it really is like that instead of this sort of plasticky I don't know it's beautiful brightly colored but it doesn't really have a lot of flavor space food space food yeah there you go (laughs) for all of those reasons I feel like it is an excellent place to raise kids Um, and I do like the fact that for my son we have the option to go to the U.S. right like we we aren't stuck here we can travel there are flights everywhere right? Costa Rica is also really lucky in that is that you can easily jet out to just about anywhere in the world if you want to take your kid and expose them to something else, whether that's in the U.S. or in Europe or in South America. So yeah, I think it's an awesome place to raise a family. I'm looking forward to perhaps extending our family a little bit, growing the family a little bit, and then, um, you know, being able to talk even more about it. Because right now he's just 
he'll be three soon, but um, we're getting into the fun stuff. Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, I again, you know, I mean, I'm biased as well, but I think Costa Rica offers all the options. I don't really think anybody should be really worried about moving here. Um, you know, I think it's, again, you've just got to, if you've not been here before, come and visit, you know, for a longer period of time and really figure out, you know, whether you like it or not. And different areas of Costa Rica offer different things. I mean, you know, Ojachau, Uvita down south is different than Jaco El Dura, which is different than Santa Teresa Nosada, which is different than Tamarindo, Flamingo Grande, and Plaza de Coco and Hermosa. Like they're very different communities. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, very diverse. So. And getting in on those Facebook groups is another good way to find out. Um, yeah. There's like Tamarindo chit chat, Coco chit chat, Capos chit chat. Those I find those to be very, very helpful in terms of looking for and gaining a sense of the community. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I just I always like to ask people, but I just wanted to, you know, I mean, there's a lot of developing beach towns here in Costa Rica and not the main ones. But I mean, over the next five to 10 years, what do you think of those beach towns that are really going to begin to develop that aren't as developed at the moment? Um, I think that Nosara, I think that Santa Teresa is going to boom. I mean, it's already booming. They don't have that much more land that they can use, but I do think that it's going to continue to grow. So that, Nosara Guillones, um, possibly Portero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Portero is really taking off. They, they have a water issue at the moment, so it's not going to, they can't build that much more anymore. But yeah, I mean, it's, and it's amazing that when you look at stuff that like, Everything is based on water availability. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, we have tons of water here, but they do like, a, that's how they kind of control the, the, the development of beach towns is by not giving them too much water availability. Uh, and that's how they do it. You know, so it's kind of more why of that a- land so cheap. When you see really yeah. cheap land, it's like, oh, you're not going to have water for eight years or whatever. So yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think also the Southern zone is is another just booming area that Uvita, Ojochal, Dominical, um, yeah. and they have, that's a lovely, lovely area. The people are very interesting down there. And I think health and wellness, uh, mindfulness, you know, yes, outdoors, Huge I mean, it's a big part it of is, play. Yeah. 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 It's a whole other world down there versus what yeah. it is up here, um, yeah. which is beautiful and interesting. And I think it's a great place for kids to grow up as well. My issue with that area is that the nearest hospital was like, kind of far away and yeah. getting to the airport yep. that's another thing is like i want to be close to an airport so yeah but we'll see we'll see if they ever get another airport built down there they keep talking about it i don't think they'll get the airport done anytime soon but yeah i mean yeah, I, you know it's it's a three three and a half hour drive from san jose or you know kepos is you know which is like 45 minutes away is your nearest airport yeah your nearest airport and also nearest hospital but yeah it's yeah. A, it's a yeah i mean it's Again, I mean, I like to say it's horses for courses, different horses for different race courses. Yep. It's different people for different beach areas in Costa Rica. And you just have to, that's why you've got to come down here and see it to be like, that's not for me. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you, and you'll know instantly, you'll get to an area and be like, yeah, this is it. Or they'll be like, no, this is not me. This is, this yeah. is just not me, you know, so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, Anastasia, my last question for you. If you inherited $500,000 and had to invest it into a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you invest it in? Oh, dear. Hmm. I think that I would do something that is a not a high rise, something that maybe has like a couple of units, um, yeah. just a few units there. And I would rent it out as an Airbnb. I would probably look maybe around Flamingo or Uvita. Um, I think either one of those areas, they're not too, too big, 
they have beautiful ocean views and they're places that people aren't like afraid to go. You know, I feel like sometimes people are a little concerned about going way far out of the way, but I feel like those ones are far enough out of the way, but still close enough that you have creature comforts and, and it doesn't feel like you're going into the bush. I think that's smart. You'd make good returns for that for sure. <laughs> you know, on either in either of those options. But well, Anastasia, really appreciate your time for coming on the podcast today. Anyone want to contact Anastasia? Uh, she is a uh, she does do planned vacations, luxury vacations here in Costa Rica. So anybody looking to vacation in Costa Rica, I'll put our email address in the description, and you can reach out and contact her. Um, but really appreciate your time, Anastasia. Thanks, Richard. Always love no chatting with you. <laughs> Have a great day. All right, you too. Bye. A uh, great podcast there from Anastasia. Uh, I think anybody looking to relocate uh, and live here in Costa Rica, I think that's a, give, gives you a, 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 you know, a very clear picture of what life may be, uh, may be like living down here. And also is, you know, again, a lot of the um, concerns that people have of living down here. Um, I think it's important to come down here and stay for a while or explore it. Um, you know, we're actually going out with a couple of clients in the next couple of days just to really explore Costa Rica and kind of show them what's available, uh, where they can live, and also kind of what behind the, you know, behind the uh, the curtains look at these areas because sometimes. You know, I mean, if you go to these areas, you kind of really get to see the tourist view, um, whereas we like to really give people kind of the idea of what living in these areas may be like and kind of what the locals do, where they go, the hidden kind of gems in the area where you go shopping, all these kind of things. So um, but anyone that wants to reach out to us, they can info at investing Costa Rica. That's info at investing Costa Rica. That was episode 97. Uh, we'll be releasing, I'd probably say uh, episode 100, probably mid to July, late July here, guys. So uh, very, very exciting. But uh, thanks for everyone for your support, for reaching out. Um, and again, if you just want to say hi, feel free to. You can email us. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. If there's anything you'd like us to cover as well, uh, we're more than happy to get somebody on the podcast here to cover that. So I appreciate it uh, and have a great weekend.